Um, welcome to part two. Um, my name's Les Steed. I'm Marlon White. And um, we're going to continue from where we left off. Every time I go on a date, I'm like, well, potentially. I mean, okay, firstly, I think we talked about this before, but like, you get all dressed up. You get It's yeah. kind of like, it actually runs in parallel with the, getting a job offer. Yeah. So a date is basically a job interview. Yeah. And you kind of go out and, you know, you're like, and he's like, you know, let's see if I like them and let's see if they like me. Yeah. And if you're comfortable at least comfortable with this person or comfortable with the job, then you tend to want to go back there and you tend to think, okay, well, the situation's right for me. Yeah. Um, I'm happy here, so I'm going to maybe see how this goes. But And also, if they're particularly brilliant, like, I don't know, if you get, like, a 50 grand job or, you know, like, or not even that, but if, like, I mean, I'm not comparing women to jobs directly, but it's a similar sort of process yeah. with dating. And, um, but yeah, I mean, like, for example, when I met my current girlfriend, um, I was dating somebody else, but... Um, it was only like sort of second, third-ish date and, you know, like nothing serious was happening. And I met the girl I'm with now and she just blew my mind. Yeah. And I found that actually what I want to do is I want to talk to this person more and more. Yeah. And I want to get to know her better and the other person faded into obscurity in the meantime. Don't get me wrong. I mean, she's still a lovely person. I don't have anything yeah. bad, but I mean, that's what it is. But equally, if I had been in a committed relationship but, with the first person, then I wouldn't have been going on that date with yeah. the second person, you know? But, like, every relationship you've, you've gone into or every date you've gone into, you like, oh, this is about a potential partner. Um, I was engaged to that one that I used to up with this time. Oh, I wasn't engaged, but I asked her if she'd marry me, and she said yes. Yeah. It was a very romantic moment on top of yeah. the mountain. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, as I've discussed multiple times, probably because I talk about nothing fucking else. Um yeah, I mean, that really hurt when we had to break up because yeah. she was lying to me. I mean, one of them wanted to marry me, but she wanted me to convert to Islam yeah. and stay in Indonesia for seven years, which is something I wasn't willing to do. And I think that, again, it was that 50-50 parallel. You have to have give and take. You yeah. have to have equality. And I didn't feel, uh, ultimately, that in the, looking forward into the future, no matter how much it broke my heart to yeah. say or admit to, if you can't know 100% that you're going to have that kind of balance... Even if it's not necessarily always balanced. I mean, you know, it's it's the same as a boat. You know, you kind of want to be driving a boat yeah. that doesn't wobble around all the time. You'd want, you know, and when, when oh God, this is going to be a fucking pathetic metaphor. When the oceans <laughs> get rough. <laughs> when the oceans get rough. <sighs> this is the ASMR part, ladies. <laughs> it's not just aimed at ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're feeling nice and cosy. When the oceans get rough in a relationship. Um, oh God, I hate those. Have you seen, sorry, going off point right now. Um, like, um, <laughs> unapologetically so um, like those, who the fuck is writing this stuff I've been on Twitter for the last month like sort of like sort of the last two weeks like looking over one of the things one of the criteria I have is the word stab in my tweet deck right mm. you would not believe the amount of shit that people write about being stabbed in the heart and stabbed in the back like, if you're gonna stab me if you're gonna hurt me stab me in the heart instead of the back Goodbye, Matthew. Hashtag don't need a mat. So oh, where, where is this? Oh, it's on Twitter, mate. I mean, if you type stabbing and you forget to put any filters on it. Yeah, I know, right? Because I'm looking for pe- for actual stabbings. I'm looking for sort of, you know, like, because I'm a journalist. Of course, okay. I'm looking. Yeah, you know, if it bleeds time, time, it's not, not the no, 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 time. No, no, no. <laughs> this isn't just like my little side <laughs> hobby where it's like, oh, goody. More the stabbing porn. Blood on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> stabbing porn. <laughs> No, um, wet uh, fetish. That's weird. Yeah, like knife play, that kind of shit. No, I mean there are websites for that kind of stuff. Man, I don't need to search Twitter for that. Um, not that I would. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, but um, what was it? Yeah, it's just like yeah. Oh god, like, but why do people feel the need to broadcast this kind of shit? 
he said with a podcast. But like, it's like, you know, like, you, know, like you, you can talk about stuff, but it's like, it's like, and I don't, I'm completely 100% in favor of writing whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But I've never, ever, ever liked the idea of like posting my personal shit on Facebook. The most you're going to get is maybe a picture of a girl. I mean, like, I only just posted one of me and my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, We've been together for like three months. Yeah, for. And I only just put that up because I'm like, well, you know, like, does everyone need to know yeah. my shit? You know, like, and let's yeah, I don't, honest, I, don't right? I don't agree with posting every single thing you do on social media. Yeah. I, was with, like, I think we discussed something yeah. about this before. Yeah, I think I was with my missus like, for quite some time before I even put that online. I literally, I throw up a, a picture every now and again. And I actually went through and actually removed it from my Instagram at the moment. Why? Just because um, we're doing this now and I just like... So you want to focus on keep, this project more? Not that, not that I want to focus on. I just want to keep that private section of it private. She's still yeah. on my Facebook, but like Instagram, is, my Instagram account is open, so. Oh, fair yeah. enough, yeah. yeah. I don't want like people kind of prying into what I do with my missus. Like, yeah, and also, oh shit, yeah. I do stuff. Yeah. Oh, bollocks too. We'll make a different account. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll just do a different account. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, so I kind of remove a bunch of personal stuff now for it. But, oh, um, <laughs> we're not going to get that famous. Let's yeah. be honest. We're going to have like seven people listening. Well, just Hi, in Mom. general. Yeah. <laughs> just in general, keep that type of stuff private. I don't, I don't agree, like, broadcasting everything I do online. Yeah, I yeah. think that there's this girl who my ex girlfriend was friends with, and, um, she would write, it's those cryptic bullshit messages yeah. that just make you look immature no matter how old you what are. What do you think about subliminal messages people, uh, used, to do people used to do? No, they still do. Yeah. It's, what the fuck is wrong with people? Just yeah. say what, you, it goes back to that whole thing we were saying before. Say what you fucking I, I, I don't, think. I don't like those subliminal messages. I had like, like people go like, oh, if I am like, no longer like, if I'm, if, if I'm kind of shying away from you, you're no longer messaging you anymore. It's because you're bad for business and I no longer like you, whatever. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, then you're thinking. Oh, well, you got about, and all yeah. of a sudden, and like, no. Now, one... now you're thinking, like, oh, when's the last time I spoke to this person? Yeah, exactly. It's like, and actually, like, hang on, why do I want to speak to yeah. this person now? It's like, the... I didn't realize friendship's conditional. Yeah. Well, you can't. And I'm like, when's the last time I spoke to this person? It's been a, it's been a month. Oh, am I, this, uh. is, this, is this a shot at me? Yeah. Like, I mean, what did that do to you? Like... Yeah, but the point is, they want you to do that so yeah. that you then give them attention. Yeah. It's like, but it's like, you don't deserve the attention. If you want attention, say, hey, I'm bored, I'm lonely. You know, like, I'm bored, what you up to? Yeah, yeah. And if I don't reply to you, it's because I'm not bored. Or I'm doing something else. But, you know what, I'll fucking invite yeah. you. People, like, you, If people, you sit there saying, like, oh, sometimes the people you care about seeing the most yeah. are also the people who don't always ask you. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the fourth wall right there, right? <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, like, um, yeah, but it's like, it's like, it's like, well, man, no one's going to ask you if you post shit like yeah. that. Twat. Yeah, I used to hate those. I don't. I don't really read people's on um, Facebook. Oh, I delete them immediately. As soon as I read that shit, uh, gone. Bye. Can't, can't, I don't have time to be reading it really. But um, yeah, I used to hate that. Like, oh. It's always the girls who used to get pregnant yeah. first, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hold on, are you taking a shot at me? Did I do something to you? Like, <laughs> no, just, I don't get it. I like, and, when, and blokes do it as well. Yeah. I mean, it's not both, girls. Both like, everyone does it. it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, not everyone, just idiots. Yeah. Uh, and if you are one of those idiots. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but also please continue listening. We promise we won't pick on you. Um, it's, it's okay to be emotional, but for God's sake, say what you think. But, um, yeah, it's interesting though with like some people like let the whole entire relationship play out online. Yeah, I don't like that yeah, at all. You, you see when they get together, you see when they're fighting, you see when they break up. It's, it's, like, it's like that Kingsman line. It's like, you know, a, man, a gentleman's name should yeah. only be in the paper twice when yeah. he's born and when he's, when he dies. Yeah, exactly. It's not true because you should be in the paper as much as you can. Yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> you know, for God's sake, we need somebody to write about. If anybody's reading papers anymore, but um, <laughs> shut fire. <laughs> it's alright. I'm, do- I'm working online now. Fuck okay, it. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> and you can find me. Um, like yeah, but um, it's not like my uh, manager had have, have a stupid joke one time. He's like, 
Oh, he asked um, somebody for a newspaper. Yeah. And the guy goes, I ain't got a newspaper. I've got a tablet. So I'm like, oh, can I use your tablet? Then, he, then I gave it back to him. I gave, gave him back his um, Smash iPad because I used to uh, smash a fly with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Such a dad joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can't beat dad jokes, can you? I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's like when a dad comes out with a dad joke, you're yeah. like, partly out of respect. Yeah. Uh, you got to give him a bit of love for that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, someone's had three ho- three whole London prides. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no more ale. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like tell. Yeah, but no, I think with the um, yeah, I think I don't know. I I just I can't remember what I was saying. So yeah, we're talking about how people like to um play, play the whole like relationship out online. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's I, I I don't know. I find it a bit awkward. I mean, don't get me wrong though; it's useful. Um. If and you're trying to find out, I mean, it goes back to what we were saying about trying to find yeah. out if they got a boyfriend or not. Yeah. If they don't say it online, how the fuck should I know that this guy who barely ever mentions there? Some people, it's weird. I think like it's always we're, we're, when, when we're in the era, when the, we're in the era of um social media babies, I, I like to call them, mm-hmm. because um essentially like it's quite they think they think like social media is real life. And I've, and I've seen people like, like, oh, he doesn't post me. That means he doesn't like me. And like, what? he doesn't like my pictures. He, like, stuff like that. I randomly like, like some everyone. people get into arguments with like people they're dating just because like, oh, you, they're like, you never post me. No, oh my God. It's like, it's like, it's like what? but that's just an extra layer yeah. of anxiety that yeah, doesn't need a, to be yeah. there. It's just a complete like bullshit. Like that's not the real world. Yeah. It's like, and also like if you're monitoring your girlfriend or boyfriend, but I mean, don't, and also I, I cause I've found in the past, like, I think every relationship comes to that point where you start to get uh, insecure. Yeah. Um, not everyone. I mean, obviously there are those that don't. But when I've been feeling insecure in the past, and it happens to everybody, but I get particularly insecure, if take, especially with a certain, yeah, with the crazy ones and when things are getting crazy. So, um, yeah, I found that when I went on social media, even though I wasn't actually looking for them, even though I didn't want to know anything, even though, you know, like I didn't, I was just kind of trying to just pass some time because I didn't know where they were or whatever. I mean, I'm not, not saying that you have to know, I have to know where my girlfriend is at all times. I'm assuming the hospital, um, <laughs> you know, like, but um, if she's at tennis, great. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I care as long as she's safe. Um, <laughs> but that's the point though. I mean, like, you know, there are those nights when your partner doesn't come home and yeah. they don't tell you why and you freak out. Um, and I think that that's kind of one of those situations where social media adds an extra layer of anxiety because you can then, if you use a track, one of the things I've done. When you say it doesn't come on, it means like they, they've gone out somewhere. Do, 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 like, not gone, As in like not, they said they'd be home at 12 and they don't come back and it's three in the morning. You don't know where they are. Okay. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> she's cheating on me. Um, blatantly. Um, you know, like coming back in my fucking Maybe you should be a bit confirmed. Yeah, no, I mean, that, I mean, like she came it's back to three pack shop. bags and walked straight past me, fucking cow. It's like eight, like, o'clock, yeah. eight o'clock in or whatever. Like, I'm just going to Tesco. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, hell morning. no. My dad did this with some cigarettes. You're, I'm coming with you. Like, <laughs> came back three in the home. morning. Oh, Tesco. Uh, <laughs> there's a queue in Tesco. Look, oh, three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, three in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just out. I was just out with the girls. Yeah, I know, but. Which ambulance do I need to go to ring? I, I'm so scared and so worried. No, I mean, like, you know, like, you care because yeah. you're like, and the worst part is for me, I think, when, when stuff, when situations like that arise, it ain't, you, I still feel responsible. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember when this girl, um, one of my ex-girlfriends <laughs> ended up staying the night at this guy's house, blatantly cheated on me. I should have dumped her, but I thought I believed her bullshit because I was stupid and in love. Um, but like, I wasn't worried about... I mean, at first, yeah, I was a bit upset about the idea that she would cheat on me. But actually, what if 
she the one that really scared me is what if she was in a ditch somewhere yeah what if she was hurt what if you know this guy had drugged her and raped her what if this um because i didn't know who the fuck he was and like you know i didn't did know who she was even hanging out with did she ever admit to cheating on you no and it's something that still bothers me like nine years later so how do you know she actually cheated on you um it was pretty obvious there was a lot of rumors going around that she did as well oh. and also i mean like she yeah i mean like she was pretty good at lying and also that was when she started acting really suspicious and started going through my phone and stuff and when she started going crazy about any woman that i met or talked to um so in other words she knew that it was pretty i mean you know people people change their behavior when they when they cheat on you yeah i heard that that's kind of a result of it sometimes where people like you cheat people cheat on their partner And then they start suspecting their partner of cheating on them. Well, they want them desperately to also. Or they want to, so, yeah, they want to like justify their behavior. So, yeah. yeah, and then they criminalize you. Yeah. But the thing is, so if you're not the one who's been cheated on, you're already dealing with that fact yeah. that you feel insecure to start with, and yeah. then they push you into. And it has a lot of serious. I mean, that kind of behavior, like as someone who's been through it, I'm, to be honest with you, both sides, I did cheat on one of my girlfriends once, but I dumped her immediately the next day. How do you? How did you feel when, when you cheated? Dirty as fuck. Do, you feel but, guilty or... Well, I mean, in that situation, I uh, this is the one who um, who wanted me to convert to Islam. And yeah. I'd been thinking about that a the lot. The one in Malaysia? Uh, yeah, in Indonesia. And the yeah, thing so. is, though, that I was thinking about it a lot because we'd gone on this big weekend away, me yeah. and the lads, and we'd been riding through the night and it was like sort of 72 hours on the motorbike. Yeah. And obviously in that time, I've got a lot of thinking time. Um, and I was thinking about the practicalities of the relationship that I was in with this girl, about the fact that, for example, um, her family would never accept me because I was white and yeah. because I wasn't Muslim, and the sacrifices I would have to make against um, sort of how, and also what I wanted from my time out there. And, yeah. like, and in the meantime, there was this British girl who'd come along, and um, I'd been showing her the ropes, and she was... She wasn't the best person I've ever met by a long shot. Um, but the fact is that she had a British sense of humor, which I yeah. missed because I was homesick. I've been there for like nine, seven months. Yeah. And it's the subtleties that you miss about, you know, people who share your culture. Yeah. Um, and so um, I was helping her out. I was like sort of being, I have a hero complex as well. So, and then these are all sound like excuses. The bottom line is I was a dirty cunt who had sex with the girl who I didn't really want to have sex with. Um, and I do regret it. I still regret it. Like five years later, I was open with my girlfriend about it. And you said, came clean, like, absolutely. Like because I dumped her. No, because I dumped her. Because um, I was going to dump her anyway. Basically, the next day I was meeting her. We we're going to sit down. We we're going to have a talk. And she cried her eyes out, and I felt terrible. But two weeks later, I realised. You know, like, I was a bit like, "Well, I really like this girl." I find that interesting when, when um, men like come clean. What what kind of prompted you to um, do Honor, that? Really? Because huh? well, I mean, boy, I can't. I wouldn't want to spend the rest of my life, uh, potentially, or any longer than I have to, um, with someone who I'm feeling that shame and that guilt. Because they say, like, technically, if you that, if you do find yourself in that situation, you shouldn't like like come clean because no, um, essentially, you, reason why is um, you're sort of alleviate, alleviating your guilt and kind of no, making not, yourself feel better. No, while, while, I, I was not. While, so, while the other, while the other person feels. Terrible. No, I think um, 
It, no, I mean, because the thing is, that I broke up with her, and then to, before we got yeah. back together, which again, in retrospect, wasn't the best move ever, but whatever. I mean, it was a rocky relationship from that point onward, anyway. I don't think it can ever. Actually, be, I, I think it was. It would have been a rocky relationship. I don't from think the start it can anyway. ever. I don't think it can ever be the same again. No, absolutely. Once you take away that level of trust, I don't yeah, think things can absolutely. be the same. And again. I, it was on you me. Both, to you both her. can't look at each other the same way. You could try no. make up for it. Always, I think, yeah, and I'm I think what happens, you're whoever in a position of guilt. Yeah, I think whoever whoever cheats always trying to make up for it if they're and a I good feel, person about yeah, if it yeah and i feel like the other person is always suspicious yeah and also i think the other person always feels insecure and also yeah. like they're not worth something yeah. i think that's hard because i think for me like when i was cheated on or let's, let's call it let's say that i was cheated on yeah and that's the other thing is i still feel insecure about that and i yeah. think that also drove a lot of my own insecurities that i then carried on for years yeah um i also think that so that's why it was important to me before i got back with her to give her all the facts, yeah. to sit down with her and say, look, I really love you, but um, I, I'm a, I've got a huge problem with this whole yeah. becoming a Muslim thing because I'm not Muslim. I'm Wait, did you English. consider becoming a Muslim? I did. Um, but the reality, but the fact is that I'd have had to go to mosque instead of, and I wouldn't be able to drink or I would have had Equal. to pretend. Oh, no, equally, I'd have, no, yeah, exactly. I'd have had to pretend to be somebody I wasn't yeah. and that's it's not okay. And I feel that, that somebody who's with you is should be with you unconditionally yeah. because of who you are for who you are. Do you think you can be in a relationship with somebody from a different faith? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, so. I, I don't, I mean, I'm sort of agnostic now. Um, but I think that it depends on how they manage their faith yeah. and how that, how they, how their faith will impact you. For example, with this particular relationship, I knew that a, we were, she wanted me to do it just so that her parents for, for show for her parents in the community yeah. so that they would accept me. And I was like, but I don't want to be accepted on condition. For sure. And also, I don't want to sacrifice who, you know, I, it became more and more to me than it had to be. But equally, the fact that it, that anything was conditional was really what broke, Yeah. was what made me want to break up with her. And it was the right decision to make in the end. Yeah. And in the end, I realized that she didn't actually respect me at all. Um, she kept me... I mean, for 13 months afterwards, the relationship was on and off. But yeah. um, for eight of those months, she was living in my house rent-free with me. Um, f- for And I was supporting her, really. Um, and work, going out every day, working my ass off, coming back to her. And she hadn't done that much in the house. She's a bit of a slob. <laughs> she was not very individualistic. She was a very weak human yeah. being. And I felt sometimes I had bullied her into being back with me, which I hadn't meant to do, but yeah. I had. I think um, I think like when it comes to like religion, it's kind of I think it's kind of interesting place to be in when you, if you're you and your partner are not from a different religion because and culture as well, yeah, and culture as well. But like especially religion in particular, because if you're like if your faith kind of teaches that if you you're, if you don't like convert to this, you're, you're going to hell essentially. Yeah, in Islam, it's kind, you so it's have kind to of it's kind to of Islam, otherwise yeah. you can't marry. But so it's kind of it's, it's kind of interesting where like you're gonna marry somebody that you essentially believe is going to hell. Like, yeah, for not to, like convert your weird. it's kind of crazy. Like obviously, I, me and my missus are not that religious, but we we're from the same religion, so it's not we don't really have right. that issue. I, I'm not entirely sure yeah. what my current girlfriend's yeah. religion is, but I know that one of my uh, one of the other girls was uh, heavily Catholic. Yeah, um, I don't believe that she would have made me convert because yeah. I'm Church of England originally. But yeah. and I think that when I was living abroad, being Church of England, because yeah. you become a bit more patriotic, a bit more nation, not nationalist, but a lot more patriotic. So it meant more to me when I was abroad yeah. than <laughs> it would now. Um, now it's whatever. I went to church for like two years. I mean, parents have been for years. Um, it's interesting. Me and my missus are like both um, christened Church of England. Yeah, same. But like, I'm not really Church of England. I'm more like Baptist. 
So uh, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Interesting. Those, those are fun. Those services. <laughs> it's like I mean, like I mean, I went to one or two of them. They were great. Depends. Depends what kind of Baptist you're talking about. I, oh, I'm like, I was talking about the whole like, oh, praise the Lord. No, and I was like, fuck no. yeah. What, the one I'm not is not really not that. <laughs> oh, no. I really like that one. Yeah. I went. To I've been to. Church. I've been to one of those churches Amazing. before. There's a lot of entertain, entertainment. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I went to one of this, this thing called Hillsong, and um, I got dragged it. I was told it was a gig, yeah. so I got um, I got catfished. So they take me into this concert. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. And they're like, the show's about to begin. I should have known because they weren't giving out booze. They were only giving out sandwiches. And I was like, all right, okay. So I went in there, like, yeah. really like, open-minded, being like, yeah, here we go. They started with a fucking prayer and locked the doors. And it was like, so we just want to stop and say, thank you, God. And they did that thing where they don't pray, but they hold their hands out. Yeah. And you're like, I feel awkward. And this is like a bunch of white, this is like a bunch of white people yeah. in a room, all holding on, all holding up and feeling the damn Holy Spirit. And I was like sitting there, arms crossed as fuck. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, you couldn't have got water through those arms. And like, you know, like I was airtight. And like, and at this point, and then they start getting everyone to come down and convert to Christianity. I yeah. felt it was a bit cultish and I didn't like it at all. Um, and then, um, so I felt very uncomfortable and very British about it, um, and conservative a bit. And then I felt that, um, but that at one point this priest goes, so if you're standing there, maybe, you know, in the 17th aisle, um, <laughs> with your arms crossed quite tight, maybe consider letting Jesus into your heart a little bit, you know. So we're going to read from the Bible and we're going to have another little thing. So hopefully, hopefully Jesus can come to you and, uh, you can, um, you can find a bit of him in you and, uh, and maybe, you know, like no one's forcing you, just uh, a shit ton of social peer pressure from everyone around you. And I was sitting there, it's like, I will not yield. Um, yeah, I just. What is your know. opinion on um, Christianity? Um, I think it gets a bad rep because of the Catholic priest. And everyone, if you say Catholic priest, you instantly, it's synonymous with pedophile because they haven't addressed it properly. Yeah. I think the church is well behind what it should be. Yeah. The PR department is shite. Um, but. But I think, like, in terms of Christianity, the Catholic faith is kind of uh, so different from oh, the yeah. actual Christianity, really. I think the concept is a nice one. I yeah. think that, I mean, but it's like in Good Omens where um, they're watching the, where the demon and the angel are watching the crucifixion and the demon goes, what do you tell them to do? And um, he goes, love each other. He goes, oh, tough break. But he's right. I mean, all that Jesus really did was tell everyone to love each other. Mm. I think maybe, as maybe um, you know, Muhammad might have been a bit different with his messages, but yeah. ultimately it's still based on the same principle of ancient history that's kind of more stories than anything else. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, we can't really prove that much of it. I well, don't think God the Bi- the world. The Bible technically only accounts for the lot six to 7,000 years. Yeah, it? and also I think that it's a lot of folklore. Yeah. More than anything. I think the Old Testament should be treated as folklore and not taken too seriously. I think that you shouldn't be obeying laws that were written 2,500 years ago because this is, because if you gave a Roman a computer, I don't think they'd know how to, what to do. Um, so therefore we shouldn't necessarily go along with their level yeah. of thinking. I, but you, uh, I also think the principles behind it, I think the community behind it, and I think that having someone to belong to is fundamental. And I think that it's actually a very good thing. Mm. Um, I tell you, I grew up in the church, um, technically. Um, I went to that Sunday school up until I was 16. Oh, I did it till I was 12. Yeah, yeah. I got. I think it's a good foundation yeah, to have in your life. Yeah, that's what my dad described it as. He said yeah. after you were twelve, we didn't give a shit. Yeah. You're adults. You're allowed to make up your own mind. Which I think is, they did the right thing. Yeah. With that. And also, we made some friends. It was nice. It's something to do with the kids on a Sunday. Yeah. Fuck it. You know, like yeah, and you don't have to believe everything that everyone tells you. Yeah. But equally, though, I mean, I think that if I'd become a more religious, the should we say, um, I'm not going to say fanatic, but more heavily religious. Yeah. I don't think that it would have been as a, as a comfortable as comfortable for others, you know. Like, and I feel that 
I don't know. I mean, I met someone on when I was when I was um, traveling, and she was like, um, "Oh, I was just doing some thinking about myself and um, yeah, and my relationship with God." And until then, she'd been really cool, and we thought that she was awesome. Bit of a lightweight, and didn't clock the fact the reason she was a lightweight was because Jesus doesn't like a drinking apparently. <laughs> and um, I think when you start using your religion, or you know, I think that any sort of power over behavior yeah. beyond a, commu- a simple level of community is not right and you shouldn't unless it's breaking the law obviously be telling people what they can and can't do with themselves and their own I've bodies got, like, and their own minds. quite a few relatives that are heavily religious do you feel that it restricts them um fair ways but um most people kind of um their religion came to them more later on in life oh that's interesting but, yeah but, um it depends like most of my family grew up in the church mm. and then like kind of like like i am doing right now kind of kind of separated from the church kind of doing my own thing Fair and enough. then came back to it later on after like closely life gets you. Yeah. <laughs> and me, <laughs> me at age yeah. 27, yeah. 28, 29. Yeah. Could happen to me 22. one day. But I do like, yeah, I do believe in God. But um, I'm, I wouldn't say I, pra- I don't practice. I'm not practicing. Well, there's no such moment. thing as an atheist yeah. in a foxhole. Yeah. That's for sure. I quite like that expression. <laughs> and also, I know that in times when I've been really super fucked, like I thought I was about to fall off a cliff, I was skiing once. Yeah. So surprising no one. White boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I was skiing and... Um, fell off didn't fall off a cliff but I skidded and this cliff edge was like yeah. a foot away from my skis I'll tell you what I was very religious in that moment yeah. I was very I think, religious yeah, I've been I've been in situations where you suddenly turn really religious like, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that little moment of yeah. I will literally convert to yeah. anything <laughs> yeah. yeah I think it was definitely I think it was definitely a good foundation growing up yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that but I do think though that that's because we've both had the privilege of not being told what to think yeah by that religion we've simply been given that community aspect and I think my, mom, my, mom, my mom goes to church like, every Sunday but like I think from the age of 16 she kind of allowed me to kind of make up my own mind whether yeah. or not to go or not she, like up until I was about 15, 16 I was forced to go like I had to go but then what like, do you think sorry go but like like after I got to a certain age it's kind of down to me whether or not I went so that's not good but <laughs> what do you think of the concept of sin sin um I think we all sin. I think it's impossible to. That's 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 why I struggled to be like a part of Christianity. Part of struggle to be in religion is because I constantly know I'm sin and it's so hard not to sin. Like yeah, it's it's everything, like there's like they banned everything. It was fun. Yeah, it's, it's like. Do you want to try drugs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try really hard. Go to church, pray, but that, that it's kind of like. It's weird. It's, it's full like sort of like a hamster on a wheel. Like you just never got, get to go and like go anywhere sort of thing. Mm. It's sort of um, I don't know. Like maybe I was trying to be too perfect. <laughs> I remember you at uni, mate. You yeah, were. I, trying uh, to, I think maybe <laughs> I was trying to be too perfect, and I'm like, cause I know everything's a sin. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try really hard to pray every day, read my Bible. If you had been, you know, it's a sin. And then, <laughs> then you just walk down the street I'm like oh, I'm thinning I'm thinning I'm thinning I'm thinning I'm thinning yeah it's like, it's yeah. like oh crap I've stepped on a crack yeah. alright that's me Everything. back into the collapses like, of you, hell you, you just done so much now you're like oh I just forget it <laughs> but like yeah but I think yeah, I think the issue is like I was obviously trying to be too perfect with it and the whole the whole point is that you're not perfect that's the whole reason why you need God that's the whole the whole concept of the religion. What like, would you consider perfection to be? Because I, early on, I realized. So, like, so in Christianity, the only person that was perfect was Jesus. Well, he wasn't. According to the no, but he wasn't. If, if you, I mean, think about it. He okay. So he went through the the um, not to be too controversial, but yeah. he went through a market, through all the market tables on the floor, right, saying that there's corruption and gambling, yeah. right. But 
I bet you to that guy who's sitting at, <laughs> set, set up that market stall, he spent all day trying to get all his crops and some dickhead comes in and starts throwing shit around. But, um, like, I bet he weren't perfect to him and I, and I don't think he apologised. But uh, they, they explained that to him in, in Sunday school as well. Like, oh, like, oh, it wasn't a sin, it was anger or something like that. Yeah, they but that's a sin. Yeah, they can't explain so the way a sin. That, oh, that it wasn't really a sin, it was just kind of anger. It was totally a sin. He was angry enough yeah. to go and start fucking shit up yeah. and get himself kicked out of a market. That's sin. If I did that, I'd get arrested. <laughs> okay, if I'm getting arrested in this society and Jesus yeah. is definitely doing something wrong so anyway that, that, that's what they say pretty much he's the only person that never sinned bullshit so, he was a child yeah. I'm sorry but no way in hell did he not shit on at least one carpet <laughs> there's no way well apparently that's what that's what the religion yeah told. but they've also got a very handy gap yeah. until he's 32 I'm sorry yeah. but he went through his 20s <laughs> as if as if and he can turn water into wine you're telling me that a shepherd boy with nothing to do on a fucking mountainside who can turn water into wine wasn't getting shit face hammer from the age of 12 I be- I do not believe you yeah. I mean, oh but he could have done it but he was perfect bullshit bullshit well, death, 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 also death. if he was doing that he was boring if, um, it's interesting with and that's the, a sin it should it's, be it's interesting with the bible there's a lot of stuff that was uh, omitted from the bible like like literally taken yeah, out scrolls of, uh, yeah scrolls of Nicaea was it yeah. I don't know we're about to get Judas. it done by Judas got omitted yeah also he was a disciple where's his, where's his testament where's his <laughs> well, he it? did hang himself before he could start writing to be he honest did. I mean, like, he did write it he wrote it yeah he wrote one what before he hung himself yeah he had like three days to write an entire gospel it probably wasn't that great but, he like, was like Austin, really guilt ridden about things he was with Jesus for some his time his mate's just been yeah. sort of hung but, up and it's his fault he was with Jesus for some time he wasn't like yeah. He, he did that, that meet Jesus that weekend and then like betrayed him I, and then I don't like, like the fact not, that he's a baddie yeah. like, you know, like, I mean he's yeah. not a baddie he, he is so he's think a about it like, Jesus, like, he was if part, Jesus knew he was, was going to do it he, he was literally a mole that Jesus yeah. planted on purpose yeah. so he's going to take the fall <laughs> he's not actually like you know the baddie he's that's the kind of crazy when you think about it like Jesus knew from the beginning from when he met him like oh yeah he even like gloated about yeah. it he was like one of you by the time the cold crows will betray me admittedly it was I don't know I guess I don't really know him that but if like if you knew like oh Mona's going to yeah, me like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna not invite him to this meal that we're having on uh, on Friday. As uh, I'm just gonna not invite him. And yeah. just, I mean, it's not like he could find out on social media. Yeah. You know, I mean, like he's gonna sit there. But like, hey, guys, how you doing? No one out for a drink? Yeah. Oh, okay, then we were just staying in with the girlfriends, it's apart crazy, from Jesus, because like, apparently he doesn't have one. Yeah. Bullshit, Mary yeah, Magdalene. Like, like us and the other guys like meeting up, and you're like, oh. I have a premonition that Marlon's going to fuck me right over today. Yeah. It's like, shall I invite the guy who I know is going to ruin my wedding? Well, let's just tell that to one of our friends because yeah. he totally did. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, it was a good birthday. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like, um, no, you, you can't, you, I mean, like, that's a setup. <laughs> that's like, I mean, I'm not going to, okay, for example, if I know that you are going to um, ruin my cake and as a result, uh, of my birthday it's going to become the most legendary birthday ever and everyone will remember me as the most amazing birthday party beholder yeah. I mean obviously it's a very different metaphor but you know I'm going to invite you yeah. and like let's face it without Judas you don't get Jesus because yeah, exactly. until then he's just some religious nut job that's telling everyone he's God in a, in a society where pretty much everyone was saying that anyway yeah uh, and um, so and yeah so, without the execution he's nothing so I'll say in that like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, apparently he was a blind, but whatever. Okay. So I was saying, um, yeah, Ju- Judas had his book taken out. That's mean. Yeah, so like, that's mean. I mean, yeah. I know that. Yeah, I mean, that's a historical. Fuck you. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. They like, there's even like rumors that Jesus was even married and had kids before he died. Yeah, and like, why would he not? Yeah. Although to be well, fair, that was kind really of hard watching some of your yeah. love go through that. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, no, I'm done with. <laughs> I don't know. I just think the whole thing. Yeah. I think that you have to take it all with a pinch of salt. And yeah. I think that if any. 
like I realized um, early on in, in uh, well, I can't remember what it was, but someone tried to quote scripture at me over an article. Yeah. It was a review about fucking Star Wars. It was my first piece. And I fed the troll. And when I say fed the troll, I, I was drinking and I lost my temper. <laughs> and I was viciously coming back at him. I was like, come on then, motherfucker, let's go. And Because <laughs> I have no holds barred when someone's trying to poke work, holes in my work that I'm proud of. I'm like, mm, I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, all right, you want to you know, you start that fight? Let's watch. Um, you know, but then... Um, he um, but he started quoting scripture at me. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, how is that ever going to help your argument if you have to then?" It's like, but it's the word of God. No, it's not. It's the word of God that was selected. Alleged, sorry, allegedly the word of God that was selected by a Roman emperor, like a couple of hundred years, no, a thousand, maybe a thousand years yeah. ago ish. That's not the word of God. That's a selection thereof. It's not. It doesn't work. Yeah, and that, that's the problem I had as well with yeah. uh, everything. And my brother had. Um, <laughs> I remember my brother in church and apparently he said he goes hang on a minute and he's quite a staunch atheist he goes yeah. hang on a minute this is bullshit yeah. <laughs> he's never been back to church yeah. apart from funerals obviously because you know you gotta yeah. gotta but anyway also how do those old ladies all know the hymns mm. do, I mean, there's no there's no practice for the old ladies and most of them have probably got some level of Alzheimer's when they get to that age where well I guess if you've been I've definitely work, helped a few of them over the down the whole you know like, well, if, you grew, if you grew up in the church from your like a young age you, yeah but you I mean, there probably, are hundreds of hymns in those books yeah, probably, and they change probably, them every five years you probably you probably learn like a good, good few of them I suppose no, I don't know it's my favourite thing about church yeah. is listening to all the old people try and harmonise um I don't think it would, I don't think it was with hymns but we still have to learn like scriptures and you get given like get given in a frame the scripture you have to learn it off by heart yeah. there are some really powerful yeah. pieces like that one from um, Pulp Fiction but not just that one I know that's been popularised but there was one about um, my father's house has many mansions and in those mansions you're welcome and stuff like that you know like they, they make me read it every time there's a funeral yeah. Um, or at least I read it at my nan's funeral I thought it was quite good actually I mean like it's, there's something very powerful about that book but equally, I just feel that it's just not something you should be using in a contemporary argument. Mm. But the morals that, you know, were behind it are definitely something worth bearing in mind and definitely worth something. But it's the basics. Yeah. It's don't kill people because, you know, obviously don't kill people. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't steal from people because that's shitty. Well, like, you know, don't cheat on your wife. Again, we've covered that. Yeah. It's shitty. Like, just don't be a shit is but basically the what thing it, though, like, it's taught, but like, do you don't follow it as a society, like, people like, get killed. Even in the, in the Bible, there's like loads yeah. of killing. God, tried to get, like, yeah. God literally tried to make his own, yeah. his own favorite guy kill his own son. Yeah. And then was like, no, don't do it at the end. I'm sorry. It's interesting but, yeah. the test when you, you ain't going to win that it. one. Yeah. He goes from being like something a bit scary yeah. to smite people. And now he's kind of like, it's you know, it's like, kind of interesting in some of the tests that like the God will put people through in the Bible. Like, yeah. I reckon there were a bunch of yeah. nut jobs who were sitting there. Cause I mean, like, you know, if someone tried to stab their son, then like God child, the, children's like services like him, right like, the, in there. like literally, God and the devil had a bet, and like, oh, you, you, I can't remember the person's name now, but oh, he only serves you because you've given him everything. What if you take away everything? So God's like, oh, you're on. I'm gonna like kill your family. <laughs> and he still oh, praised him. I can't remember his fuck. name now, but yeah. Yeah. Pra- that's Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's not. That's not praising God. That is Stockholm can you imagine, syndrome. Like, can you imagine it was me now? You're like, oh, you're like, oh, Marlon's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's just murdered my wife. Yeah, and then somebody he's still to- a good guy. He's I'm still like, a good guy. I'm, I'm like, I go by to the somebody, end, I'm I- sitting there rocking away <laughs> as you kill the cat in front of me. I go to somebody like, 
oh, oh, Lev, Lev loved me. He thinks I'm a great guy. And Meanwhile, draining your bank yeah. accounts, fucking yeah. your wife, yeah. murdering and then her somebody as goes, well. Somebody goes to me like, oh, Lev only likes you because you're giving him money and, and whatever. So I'm like, okay. Let's oh, put to be that fair, I had a friend like yeah. that. Yeah, he only like me because yeah. he gave him money. Let's, let's put that to the test. I'm going to murder Lev's family. See if he still likes me. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean that's some Jeffrey Dahmer thinking yeah. right there. There's no way you know. I mean that's some that's some like you know like I'm like Lev, you like me now? Pow, there's yeah, gone. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just scared shitless of you. That is the only reason I'm going to agree with you, and then I'm going to quietly plot your death. Yeah. And the most gruesome way, I don't know, probably crucifixion, who knows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, that'd be one. Oh yeah, because he's the son of a... I don't know, I don't get it. And like, Also, where does that lineage go anyway? Who? Like, the whole Jesus lineage thing. It's like, okay, so like, well, why on earth... What? I think, actually, no, I don't know. Um, they've like rumours like, like, kind of died out in Africa and all that. But he's meant to be of descended from Abraham. King, no King the David. Very, King David. Yeah. Wait, wasn't King David the one who tried? To, oh, it's King Herod that tries to kill him. Yeah. Again, not a particularly great time to be alive. And so again, yeah, and also, I mean, God is letting all these babies be murdered. Yeah. Just to find Jesus. Like I should know. Was it David who gets? Oh God, who was it? The one who's like, isn't it David? Who's the one who causes the baby murder? Passively. Oh, so this is um, Old Testament shit. Yeah, this is Moses. King of Egypt. Yeah, Moses. That's yeah. It, yeah. All right, but God is saying this is okay. Yeah. So basically, oh, that's another thing as well. If you heard that story of um, basically the Jews were trapped in um, Egypt as slaves. Yeah. And um, basically, Moses was like a Jew, so he was like going to Pharaoh, who's his co- adopted cousin at the time, right. to like re- release his people from slavery. So. Pharaoh I mean, firstly, says, how's he getting that meeting? So Pharaoh... Like, how is he getting that meeting? So Pharaoh... Because his adopted cousin is... The, right, um, his adopted cousin gets him in. So he knows a rich guy. So no, Moses, guy Moses is the Pharaoh's adopted cousin. Okay, I'm super good. Yeah. So basically, um, what they were doing is um, killing babies or something in um, yeah, Egypt. So the Moses' mom puts him into like... Basket the basket yeah. yeah. And then, the, then um... I think the pharaohs aren't. I love something. the fact that we have zero. Yeah. Like in like in like ten minutes, it's us two flicking through. But like, yeah, I've got this one. Don't worry, man. I've got it. So got um, it. <laughs> yeah. So I think <laughs> I think pharaohs can't understand it. I think the pharaohs aren't found Moses and adopted him, and he kind of grew up as royalty. So but he's then, an adopted then he, baby. Yeah. But then he identifies more with the Jews. No, he found out he's a Jew, and he, I think he killed somebody, and then he kind of runs away and, and kind of hides out with the Jews. He's not really the biggest hero. I mean, like, yeah, yeah if, I think Superman did that in one so, of the episodes, and then he ended up getting really fucked over by. Yeah. That so thing. like now he comes back years later, and Pharaoh's happy to see him because he's like his cousin, isn't it? So um, yeah, but then he turns around. The first thing he says is let like all, let the, people let all go. the slaves go because that's completely wrecked the economy. I mean, that's a Jeremy yeah. Corbyn move if ever there was one. So it's like, hey, oh, it got political, even though it said we never would. <laughs> so it's like essentially like <laughs> let my let my people go, and um, like basically what God did is harden the Pharaoh's heart. Why on earth <laughs> would God do that? <laughs> so like, so that like, is the dumbest yeah. fucking. Could you imagine that? It's like your wingman, your major wingman yeah. has just gone and fucked you there. It's like this. I mean, come on, that's like me and you going up to like I don't know, like your boss. That's like you going up to your boss, being like, hi, can I um have a serious raise because I'm having a family now and yeah. I've got a bit of a crisis on the hands. You know, baby's coming along. I need an extra 10 grand a year. Otherwise, I might have to leave you along with the family and everybody else in the room. And like, and your boss, and then me as a wingman coming up behind and being like, hey, buddy, you know, the, you know, like, we've known each other for a while. I've been kind of not really looking after my people properly. Um, don't do it. In fact, you know what? <laughs> Take away their money, the ungrateful fucks. And then, like, you know, and then you'd be like, yeah, nice one, Les. Like, and me be like... 
Got your back. Got your back. Yes, God's a <laughs> shitty wingman at best. At best. Yeah. This Phil, is where um, I really hope Phil, we get a load of religious pricks being like, ah. Um, we're going to get, we're going to, what's the, what's the Christian version of a fatwa? I don't know. Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he eventually, um, so he does these plagues on like Egypt, like, yeah, like turning the, 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 the river now into blood. Right, yeah. The frogs, the lotuses and all that. Movie, and eventually, Pharaoh's like, oh, you can, I'll let you all go pretty much. Yeah, but. And then I, at the last minute, Pharaoh decides to change his mind and goes after Moses. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, all, all well, the on, before that, before, no, actually, what made him actually, um, release the Jews? The kid got killed. Um, basically, basically, God said pretty much, um, he's got to take the firstborn. Yeah, so that's part more of, baby I think, killing. I think this is when, um, they did, uh, this is where Passover. How's that firstborn survived? I thought, I think this is where Passover came about. Yeah, but how's that? Here's one, though. So, uh, basically, you had to put, like, blood in front, like, sheep's blood in front of your door. Yeah, and cross over. Yeah, so, like, when the, the, the whatever, when the angel came, whatever, like, take the, take the firstborn. Like if you have the blood in front of your door, you 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 move over. So yeah, that's why it's called Passover. What if you just didn't get the message? So your your firstborn will be dead. But if you're Jewish, you didn't get the message. You've had a shit ton of slavery, and the reason you didn't manage to paint it in time is because neither because both of you were working nights or some shit, <laughs> and you come back and the baby's dead. It's like, oh god damn it, that's yeah. all I had. So the Pharaoh also and as God just like been testing you. Yeah. So the Pharaoh's son died in this. Passover. Well, which door is the pharaoh supposed to put on? He's got a palace. Yeah. A palace. I mean, like, you know, there's a lot so of doors. They, after after his son died, there. he's like, oh, let the Jews go. And then after that, fuck that, I'm going after them. Do you find, though, that the whole religious architecture, I mean, I think since Ricky Gervais did it, and again, I'm not just sort of saying Ricky Gervais is the greatest comedian, whatever, but he kind of did the whole, like, you know, anti-God thing about 10 years ago. Yeah. And since then, it kind of, it, I feel like it got overdone for about two years because he, he did quite well with it. Yeah. But since then, it's kind of become you know, uh, almost a stereotype to, you know, to do that kind of criticism of religion and being like, oh yeah, you know, like blah, blah. And I appreciate the hypocrisy in saying that, but how do you feel like, do you feel the religious, the religious beliefs have been marginalized, you know, now to the point whereby they've lost all value? Or do you think the religion is going to survive for that much longer? I don't know. Have you watched the film, like the book of Eli? With Don Denzel, Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. No, I didn't. Yeah, where um, basically they're in a futuristic, like almost a pot, pot to li- like Apoc- a yeah, post-apocalyptic, yeah, um, society, and essentially, you uh, ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and essentially, <laughs> fuck you. That's my head in there. I can't understand why people. I was talking to somebody about this. It just, I can't understand it. Yeah, like I didn't understand you saying ask, 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 because t- it's double K. You're making it hard. You know what? You, 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 um, somebody at my workplace said, um, "Ask," and I'm like, oh, "Les would have a field day." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just he, me from, sitting there. He from Give South, me that tablet. I'm going to slap him. <laughs> he from South London as well. But um, yeah, so he's basically um, this is set in the future where like all the Bibles have been burnt and like the religion kind of ex- doesn't exist anymore. And I, I don't think you should burn any books. Yeah, I'm not saying it should be burnt. Yeah, all the, like, there have been wars and everything, all the Bibles have gone pretty much, and nobody kind of knows what it says in the Bible, like, nobody has any idea of it. And, um, there's a Washington essentially has the last Bible. Shit. Yeah. He seems unfair, yeah. Copy. And, um, he essentially, uh, trying to bring it into the, thing to Sanctuary. some, to some sort of library, like, the last, like, a massive like the library. Library of Alexandria or something. I can't remember the name, I think it was like, he's trying to bring it in, and then the people find out what he has, and they're trying to take it from him. Like all these people, because they know how powerful religion can be. <laughs> I wonder who wrote that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Like... <laughs> so yeah, so essentially, it's like, it's Rev like, Dot. <laughs> so I'm, like, yeah, so that's what that film's about. So um, 
Yeah, I think I think we are moving to a point where religion might become obsolete. Where I think it's been used to justify yeah. too many things that aren't morally okay. Yeah, I think that the fact that the evangelists support Trump to the degree that yeah. they do isn't is not doing them any favors. I think that the Pope, the Pope's are actually quite cute. He's a bit like the Queen. It's like it's a nice thing to have. Yeah, um, I don't mean to patronize the Pope in any way, but I mean obviously like. It doesn't help when they elected one that was a former that was involved in the Nazis. Yeah. You know, like that's not really helping you, especially given the track record that the church had in in World War Two. Of, I mean, you know, good and bad, but I mean, generally speaking, they tried. They didn't exactly stop. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They, they could had a more. like massive um, brainstorm. Hmm? They had like a massive brainstorm. So, um, do you think like you know how like religion like has gone down where people no longer going to church anymore no longer have anything to believe in do you think that has a correlation to do with um people suffering from like depression because um in the past like people used to go to church people had something to believe in people actually believed in it but now we're kind of moving away as a society away from like believing in any religion thing do you think it's like taken away um people's need to like have something to look forward to have something to like believe in do you think that played a part into all like because like we're hearing more and more about people suffering from depression and i think everybody yeah somebody that's affected do you think that's something to do with that element of um something being taken away from nothing to look forward to in a way yeah i know the whole idea of like religion that you'd be good on this planet and then like you're able to go to paradise after you pass yeah but i think that's also duping people yeah and i think that also kind of give you like a good feel good feeling that you're actually it's not just that it's the fact that everyone who wrongs you in life you know you have that sort of schadenfreude about the fact that at least even if they torture you to death then you're gonna go then they're gonna go to hell but the reality is that um they're not um, not I wouldn't say reality. They're not. It's the reality that we don't know. Well, exactly, and I think we don't know that for sure. I think that's the depressing part. That nothing might happen. I think that the fact is that at the moment we're increasingly aware of the fact that yeah. right now, in fact, we're increasingly generally being taught that we have to focus on the now yeah. rather than the past or the future. And a so, lot of people are less his. But so, I think that, so. If your life is in like shambles on this like right now, yeah, then you have that. Of, hope you have, as a yeah, religious person yeah. But if you're but if you're not religious and you have no hope, like you don't believe in religion, either. I think that's almost the definition of depression. I yeah. think with in my experience of depression, and you know, every now and then it does. Because I know, sorry, I know a lot of people that probably find themselves at like rock bottom. Probably have turned to religion. I think there's nothing wrong with turning to. Yeah, that. there's nothing wrong with doing no, that. But I'm just saying, like, do you think that because we're moving away from that as a society? That's actually caused um like increasing depression. I don't think that they are one hundred percent correlated, but I think there is that. It's not so much the religion. I think that it's more the sense of community that comes with it, and the sense of doing good for a purpose that comes with having religion. I think that um, it is being part of something that's bigger than you, and I think that also the concept that you are being looked after by yeah. this holy power or by somebody bigger than you or and you also you always have a friend yeah it's that whole like i've got a friend in jesus thing so yeah you know if you take somebody who's heavily religious they will never be lonely yeah um and in the same way that i might dismiss it and say that's irrational but to be honest with you i envy the person who is able to be happy in a, in a silent room yeah i can't do that i have to fucking do something about it um but then i also think that having been through depression that it's an isolating think um you want to be i mean i found that i wanted to i simultaneously wanted to be on my own and um 
and not interact that much. Yeah. And I, I'm quite an extreme extrovert, so I would say that it's it's a for me that's uncharacteristic. I also wanted to. Uh, I also felt very lonely at the same time, which ironic is ironic and it's a juxtaposition. And to me, being lonely is one of the sort of scariest things. The, thing, um, the interesting thing about feeling lonely sometimes, you can be surrounded by people, but also feel like really lonely. Yeah, you can, isola- you can feel yeah. isolated in a crowded yeah. room very diff- very yeah. easily. Um, and I think it's surprising because also it's not just about being surrounded by people, it's by, about being surrounded by people who you feel familiar to. Yeah. Or feel that there's a... Um, that you have something in common with. So yeah. I could be surrounded by people who were speaking a different language, for example, and none of them spoke English. And I'd do my best, but yeah. that's me because I'd do that in any situation. But it would be increasingly desperate and not a comfortable position compared to, say, being at home with my girlfriend or being yeah. in this, you know, doing this with you. Um, I feel that that being said, though, I think that there are a lot more things that people can do to feel less lonely. For example, like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to sort of self-promote here, but as us as a cure for depression, but we're having a discussion that people can listen along to and make them feel like part of. And I think that social media does both isolate people and um, give people who are already physically remote from society a connection. For example, I would never have met my girlfriend if it hadn't been for social media of some sort. Yeah. And I would probably be sitting in a village right now with about sort of five friends. Uh, I wouldn't be able to talk to you. We wouldn't be able to organise this. We wouldn't be able to do things like that. I think, though, that um, that's also, though, because I live in an area where it's just mostly old people. I live in a little village where you have, where the houses are like well above £500,000 a piece and it costs like £4.40 for a pint mm-hmm. of ordinary um so it's um it isn't the same yeah. it's not it's it's a different world but it's also one that is both i mean it's such a cliche but it's a hugely connected place but without that but we have less hope in general i think and i think that also as capitalism is driven up and up and up um and that push i mean for example it's we're recording around Christmas time and I feel that I've done a good job of being a good boyfriend because I've got my girlfriend various gifts oh, that I think she will have. Or, um, okay, so she she likes comic books because um, she's such a fucking nerd. So I've got a Watchmen. Um, I found out, I, I subtly, I hope, found out that uh, Dr. Manhattan's her favourite Watchmen. I'm hoping it's not because of the big blue dong, but I suspect it might be. Um, that, uh, she's a doctor, you know. <laughs> I'm sure it's professional reasons. So that's how big it can get. Giant. Try watching the film. I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Like my favorite. Super, I mean, it's one of those ones you watch twice. But I watched, you know, it, I watched it in the cinema. Yeah, I thought it was good. I'm like, it's just a bit more interesting than everything get blown up. I mean, obviously everything does get blown up ultimately, but still. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I got that. Um. She likes pearls, so I went into accessorize and bought a load of fake sort of. I bought like four. I spent four quid on some fake pearl hair clips because her hair's really thick. She's mixed race. Um, I've got, um, I spent, um, a fair bit on getting her an Amazon Echo. I'm so pissed off because I drunk bought, I bought her an Amazon Echo. Cause she keeps walking around her living room going, Siri, <laughs> nothing happens. I'm like, it will in about a month. Mm-hmm. And, um, she, but the thing is though, the week that I bought it, two days later, it halved in price because they wanted to sell it for Christmas. So I spent 40 quid on this fucking thing, went back to do the rest of the shop in 22 quid. I could, I went, I was so angry. Um, it's like, I was sitting there like mum's like mum comes in and is like why are you drinking wine at 9.30 I'm like Let's look at the price and I'll look at the receipt she goes oh okay that's fine um, but only one um, we're worried about yeah anyway yeah so I also got her um, I made a painting of her and me um, we went to this place called Rock and Bonfire um, and 
That was when she officially, that's when she said that she was my girlfriend to somebody else. And I was like, <laughs> you know, like a little milestone moment. And I thought it was quite funny, but I've accidentally drawn myself because I'm shit at drawing. So she looks like a Playmobil with a big ass. And I look like a um, like a Sikh warrior because the hat that I drew just looks more and more like a turban. Uh, it just looked like, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I mean, yeah. Um, what else have I done? Yeah, I've done loads. I've got a couple of picture frames with little photos of us. And wow. um, you're, you've been busy. I have been busy. I've had a bit of time on my hands, but um, I haven't really. I just spent a day shopping, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, she'll like that. She'll like that." She'll like that. <laughs> I spent all my money that I don't have. <laughs> How about you? Where'd you get your girlfriend? Oh, um, she... your fiance. Oof, we have to <laughs> be respectful now. It actually is a French word. Yeah, she she told me what to get her. So she wanted. Oh, the, crazy. Uh, she wants a um, new perfume, Armani. So I've got that. <laughs> nice easy. Yeah, but I've also got some new headphones. That's nice. Yeah. It's very well, quite practical. Yeah, because um, she's got these headphones, but they're a bit clunky. So I know mm-hmm. I've got I've got I've got a headphones a couple of Christmas ago, um, Doctor Dre beats, but they, they, um, they broke down. No, yeah, pretty yeah. shit. And then um, they, we got a refund on it, and um, got um, got another one, another pair that I broke down. They're not really quality headphones, although they cost over hundred quid. That's, that's so, yeah. I, mean, I think you know yeah. like, we were gonna sort of avoid yeah, brands, so, but in that so case, the, I don't think the, it's the, per- the, the, the one that she currently got, we need to actually take it to the Apple Store, and it's just a bit of a faff. Yeah, um, and they, they charge way too much. And you have to place. you have to book an appointment as well with the, oh, the so called the so called genius. That's just arrogant. At the genius bar, and it all what do you think of how corporate arrogance in the way? Oh, fucking annoying. Why are they saying learn more? I have a yeah. huge problem with this. Like, why? It, why? Okay, look, if it was a professor saying, look, learn more, come to this session here. Yeah. Not fucking learn more. It's like, look at this product. Learn more uh, about this product. It's the creepiest, slimiest yeah. piece of shit for language. I don't like the way that some of the language that we have is used anymore. It's just getting a bit, it's getting a bit weird, particularly in corporate sort of speak and oh it's just I've got, I've got I've got some um, JBL headphones sorry yeah, yeah. oh I've got yeah those speakers are actually yeah, pretty good actually yeah. <laughs> so anyone wants to sponsor us um, Dr. Dre yeah. <laughs> or JBL we have to get some sponsor yeah we'd like we drink a lot of wine so yeah send us some wine yeah <laughs> whatever you know I mean like hey uh, we don't have any whiskey drinks. rum I'm easy actually yeah. as in like I would absolutely love any you know yeah. I mean like, you know sort of a hug really mm. As long as you're not going to stab me in the back and just stab me in the heart, like yeah. you know, like like it says on the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So um, we're going to wrap it up because obviously we're both tired. Um, and it's a Tuesday. And it's a Tuesday, work. and we will have work tomorrow morning. Well, I don't actually, but um, yeah, Mum's got to get up and go to work, and I've got to get home. Um, so thank you very much for listening. Um, if we've offended you, we do apologise. If we haven't. And you feel, you know, we've made your day a bit better, then that's fantastic. Um, I'm Les Steed, and this is um, Marlon White. This is Off Point at 30. Thank you.